Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan Aldridge. Today we're burning the phone lines to talk with David Weiss, Flat Earther. Um, before Flat Earth, he had his own business, was making a great living, and then one day his eyes was open, and now he shares the good news of Flat Earth. And so, David, just to start it out, uh, a little bit about you before Flat Earth. I used to do a, I was a regular businessman, and I, I used to do a conspiracy podcast uh, called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, where we looked into all sorts of deceptions in the world, and I did that out of New York City, and then in the third year, um, people started sending me, hey, Dave, have you looked into Flat Earth? And as any normal person would do, you would just delete messages like that, and if they kept sending them, I would ban them from my social media for being so stupid, for trying to waste my time with something so nonsensical. But then after a while, I got out of control and uh, a researcher that I trust and respect said, Dave, you got to look into flat earth. And I was like, are you kidding me? And she sent me a couple of videos and I looked at them and I said, okay, I'm just going to prove the globe. I went into it, not like, let me find out what the truth is. I went into it like, I'm going to disprove flat earth. I'm going to prove the globe. And for two weeks, I tried to come up with one proof of the spinning globe and I couldn't, not one. Six years later, I've quit my job, my, my, not my job, my own company. I left my own company, and here I am uh, hosting the Flat Earth Podcast, talking to guys like you. Um, I've created an app that helps teach you about Flat Earth because Google certainly doesn't want you knowing about it. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, and uh, it's the best way to learn about Flat Earth. But besides that, that's how I got here. Well, great, man. Uh, so let's let's start right there. What um, like just with physics and just the Earth spinning. So what what is the Earth doing? So the Earth doesn't move at all. So again, there's a lot of disinformation out there. If you if you've looked into flat Earth at all, you've ended up at the Flat Earth Society. That's a government controlled disinformation site to make you laugh at flat Earth and never look at it again. You know, if you Google images of flat Earth, you're going to see a flat pancake Earth with a whole bunch of spherical planets going around a spherical sun. No flat Earther believes that. You're going to find all sorts of garbage out there that is not the flat Earth. So that's strike one for people that hate flat Earth. They don't even know what flat Earth is. And strike two is they know less about flat Earth than flat Earth research. They know less about the globe Earth than flat Earth researchers because we've looked into it. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the Earth is flat and stationary so think about the think about this the earth is like a puddle a puddle of water is where the water if the water um accumulates uh in the low spot in the land and the the edge of the puddle is just where the land is higher than the water and a pond is the same thing it's just bigger and a lake is even bigger now think of all of the world's oceans as a giant pond and the edge of that pond is the land that's higher than the water surface and that land is called antarctica antarctica is not the the continent at the bottom of a ball it's the land that surrounds the world oceans 
okay? And it's the highest land on earth. Like, if you went on a boat and went anywhere in the world, any country, any island, you're going to pull up to the shoreline and you're going to be able to walk in town and buy some beer, whatever you got to do. Um, but if you go to Antarctica, the land is 200 feet over your head. It's the highest land on earth. We live in the Antarctic basin, okay? Mm-hmm. And the earth does not move. Everything we see in the sky is within the Earth system, not the solar system. And the sun and the moon circle around above the flat Earth. Okay. So just with that is like, uh, what about with plane travel? Um, Like just if we were to hop on a plane from America, we were headed to uh, Asia. Like, do they always go the same direction? I mean, like, what is that? Is, Is there a way off? And I, I mean, I'm... this is the way off the Earth. Yeah. So, so if, if if you if if you look at the at the flat Earth, you know we got this puddle. We have all the islands in the puddle, which which are the continents, and east and west are circles around the magnetic north, and that's the same on a ball Earth and a flat Earth. So you can circumnavigate going dead right take your compass dead wreck and east and end up right back where you went for, from because you got to remember that needle needs to point towards the north the whole time so literally dead reckoning east or west will take you in a circle equidistant from the center and bring you right back to where you went from you didn't circle a ball you just went around the block of oh. south is every direction away from the center the problem is if you go like to antarctica um, not the Antarctica, to uh, Santiago, Chile, which is the tip of South America. Mm-hmm. I've been there. And you want to go, yeah. So if you want to go from Santiago uh, to Australia, which is about the same latitude, you can cut over Antarctica. But people say, well, you're not allowed to fly over Antarctica because of treaty. That's fine. So you just take the shorter route, staying at that low latitude, and go around and end up at Santiago. But nobody ever does that. When, when you take a plane flight from Santiago, Chile, to, to Australia, it goes all the way up to the north and then all the way back down uh, to Australia, which doesn't make any sense at all. If you, if you look at that, um, if you, uh, if you go, and so it takes you all the way up from Santiago to the United States, and if you're going to Western Australia, you just go over to the East Coast, and then you go all the way back down. If you're going to the East Coast of Australia, you go all the way up, you know, to the Northern Hemisphere, to America, you go all the way over to um, England or, or Dubai, and then you go all the way back down, which is crazy um, if you lived on a ball, but we don't. Because those those same paths are a straight line on the flat Earth map. So airplanes fly straight and level over the Earth plane. Airplane, not Earth plane. An airplane would have to nose down a mile every two minutes just to follow the curve of the Earth so it didn't fly off into space. But that doesn't happen. I mean, you notice when the pilot says, all right, we're descending down into our final approach, whatever, he's dropping it like... 500 feet a minute and uh, an airplane would have to drop it a mile a half a mile a minute um and you would notice that but you don't because airplanes fly straight and level over over a flat earth plane yeah yeah okay that makes sense like it was just kind of weird to yeah. kind of phrase the question like coming from a, a you know a global earth and like just trying to 
under like with you did a good job exp- explaining magnetism with that like a true north and yeah, that so, kind of helped make yeah, it yeah so so yeah that's how that's how it works i mean on the heliocentric model we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour so when you're watching the sunset you have to believe you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound and that's making the sun appear to go down you're orbiting the the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. You're chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, and that entire system's moving sideways at one or two million miles an hour, right? All of that happens, and you have lakes that are pure glass without any movement whatsoever. That water would be sloshing all over the place from all of those different curved motions. If you had a plate of water in a car going 100 miles an hour on a straight road, you're fine. As soon as that car takes a turn, that water's sloshing right off that plate, uh-huh. right? But we're, we're dropping at five miles a minute or something like that uh, on the curving earth, and we have lakes that are like mirrors. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, just like to go back to, yeah. um, you know, you uh, beginning to believe in flat earth of... You know, and you yeah. said that you were trying to disprove it, but you couldn't. So what were some of the fundamental uh, points that you was like, no, there's no way this place is a globe? Uh, what well, was... the, every single point, every, <laughs> every single thing I looked at, if, if the Earth was a globe 24,901 miles around, like they say, there's a curvature formula. Um, it's simple math, and it's eight inches per mile squared it can't be eight inches per mile because that would just be a ramp it has to drop off faster and faster so the globe math is eight inches per mile squared so the first mile is eight inch drop second mile from your point it's getting steeper it's two times two times eight so it's 32 inches three miles is six feet because it's dropping off faster and faster so a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm ocean water should only be able to see the water for three miles, and then it should drop below the curve from his point of view. If he stood up higher, he could see a little bit farther, but at six feet, three miles, the problem is we can see things way too far. There's an oil rig, and we have the camera at one foot. At one foot off the water, the, the horizon should be 1.2 miles away. But we could see this oil rig, which should have 59 feet of curvature at 9.4 miles away. But not only that, the water goes way, the surface of the water goes miles beyond it. That should be long below the, the curve of the earth. Mm-hmm. But we can see too far. We can see too far. How many lengths of flat water does it take to make a ball? I, right? have, <laughs> I have no it, idea. Well, it's flat. So, so none. It goes on forever. It's flat. The Earth is flat. Water, large bodies of water at rest lay flat. Uh, we're not spinning and twirling and whirling, and it's all a lie. Cool, man. What of what about like uh, I've heard some of the argument against it, like with uh, natural storms, like hurricanes and things like that, and the way that they move and track those. Uh, how does flat Earth deal with those? <laughs> yeah. So, so again, flat Earth uh, it works perfectly with those. So. The, if you look at the, the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, which are just the middle latitudes uh, near the equator. So on the flat Earth, um, the sun and the moon circle around the mid-latitudes, and they are electric and magnetic in nature. The Earth is a giant battery, a 
okay? The, the sun and the moon are the anode and cathode of the battery. The salt water carries the current. The land is the salt bridge of the battery. Um, and it's all, it, 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 it all works together. But as the sun and the moon go around, they're creating a wake. Just like if you pushed your hand or a paddle through the water, you're going to get opposite rotating vortices off of that push in the water. So as the sun and the moon are going through, they're creating a wake in the atmosphere, which spin things in opposite directions outside of those two tropics. The problem is occasionally a storm will um, uh, develop when the sun and the moon aren't anywhere near it. They're on the other side, you know, the other side of the flat plane. And those storms will cross the into the from the south into the north or the north into the south, and they're spinning the wrong way. But that's okay. It happens. It happens. You know, more. It, it happens occasionally, and that's impossible if what they're saying about the Coriolis spinning was true. And again, you know, the same people say that toilets spin backwards in Australia, and that's just a myth. Okay. What about uh, leaving Earth? Is that possible? Well, that's a great question. Anything above our heads and beyond the, the Antarctic Treaty, which is the shoreline of Antarctica, is really speculation. Um, you know, are there other lands beyond Antarctica? Maybe. And maybe we can get there. Maybe we can't. Maybe that's why they don't let us go there. Some people believe that there's a whole other realm outside of the shoreline of Antarctica uh, with another sun and whatnot. But again, I don't know. If I had to guess, I think that there that it's possible. At maybe at certain times, certain conjunctions in the sky clock, where um, going from one realm to the other is possible. I don't know though. The sky clock. What's that? So the the clock is, the the sky is a perfect clock. The 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 sun goes around once a day. So the sun is the hour hand, and that's how they 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 confused us. They're like, hey, we better make the clock go around twice because they'll figure it out. The sun marks the hours and the days. The sun laps the moon. The moon goes around, um, but slower than the sun, and the sun um, laps the moon once every 28 days. So the moon keeps track with its phases uh, and position of the weeks and the months, and the stars that are circling above, they go slightly faster than the sun, um, and they only lap the sun once a year. So the sun keeps track of the seasons and the years. I mean, the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. I, I have an app that shows how all of this works, how seasons work, how uh, sunsets work, how um, circumnavigation works, how, oh, with all the questions, it's called the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And if you get that app on your iOS device or your Android device, um, you'll you can find all of the stuff that Google will never show you. Okay, and so just with the sun and moon, so instead of uh, making revolutions around the Earth, they're making laps, right? They're making laps over the Earth, and they're very small and very close to the Earth. So as they move away, they literally just disappear into the horizon. And you can't see them anymore. And the sun's light can't push through the air. And uh, we have video of um, from altitude where the sun on a super clear day, it doesn't go below the horizon. It just fades into nothing and its light can no longer reach us. And that's why in the summer, you know, in June during the summer solstice, when the sun is over the inner track, which is the Tropic of Cancer, um, in the north, when the sun sets, 
it's like light for 90 minutes, you know, sometimes up to two hours. It's still light. And that's because the sun is close and small and moving slower. But six months later, when the sun is on the tro- over the Tropic of Capricorn, which on a globe they tell us is the same size, just in the Southern Hemisphere, the, we, we should have the same light patterns, but we don't. You know, places like uh, um, Central America and Africa, when the sun sets, it'll be dark pitch black in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and that just proves that we're not, um, you know, we're not on a ball and, and how things are very different in the southern, in the south and the north. The weather should be the same six months apart. The animal life, the tree life, the plant life should be the same six months apart at equal latitude south and north, but they're not. They're completely different, which all makes sense on a flat earth, makes zero sense on a ball earth. Man, blowing my mind over here. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. And again, if you search flat earth on your own, you're going to give up. You're going to get garbage. You're going you're gonna to get convinced by deceivers, liars. Um, but if you get my app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, uh, it's two dollars and ninety nine cents, and every day it serves you a new video, um, a video of the day. I do short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekends, and uh, it it will literally um, nobody ever gets the app and becomes a and stays a glober. Nobody. I say take the flat Earth app challenge. Watch the featured video every day for two weeks, and you too will um, lose the respect of your family and friends because you'll become a flat earther. <laughs> So just uh, I'm, so listeners, they can't, they can't see uh, some of the um, graphs. No, I know. And... I'm just showing you this stuff. It's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm describing what I'm saying. Yeah. You can just on your phone, just search Flat Earth Clock that... or Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock. It's by Blue Water Bay. It's $2.99. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a $0.99 cent subscription optional. You don't need it. It only pops up once a day. You can exit out immediately. There's no ads. There's no wait time. And you still get everything. So you don't need to yeah. worry about that if you don't want to subscribe. Yeah. So some of those same images are on that app that kind of help explain like some of the things that you were telling me? All of the stuff that is on the app. The app has uh, frequently asked questions. Um, which has playlists of videos that will show you everything I'm talking about. Don't believe anything I'm saying. I'm just saying, hey, there's answers out there that you thought were one way and you didn't think there was a possible another answer. Like if you Google flat earth, they say, you know, well, if the earth was flat, it would be light all the time, you know, and that's not true at all. And we show you actually how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we show you in videos and science. We use real science. The heliononsensical model uses pseudoscience. Um, they say the science is settled, but the science isn't settled. They're they're complete and total um, deceivers. Okay, what of? I guess like when you go out to talk to heliocentric type folk uh, about flat Earth, like what is uh, what is some of the first of uh, ammo in their gun that they want to shoot at you? They've got no ammo. They've got nonsense, ridicule, insults. Uh, you live in your mother's basement. That's their best glow proof, right? They, yeah. they literally straw man you. They, they, they uh, gaslight you. They've got nothing except the word gravity. And their high priest of scientism, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Lye, the lying guy with the bow tie, um, say that they don't even know what gravity is. And they have to make up 96% of it with dark matter and dark energy, which is a theoretical bunch of crap. Yeah, so gravity is non-existent with flat Earth. So uh, what's I mean, like you said, we've talked about like why, uh, why don't we float away? Yeah, yeah. 
let me answer that. So I was talking about the Earth battery that probably went over most people's heads, but the Earth is a battery. The Earth has an electric charge to it as a negative charge, and the Earth is known as what's known as a dielectric plane, and it has a measurable weak negative charge to it. And as you raise up off the Earth, every meter you go up, the voltage changes by a hundred watt, a hundred volts. At a meter, it's a hundred volts. Two hundred, two meters, it's two hundred volts, and it goes up. And there's a lot of energy in the air. That's what free energy is, and they don't want us to know about that. But that negative charge uh, set, attracts; it has an attraction to it. Um, you can you can get a thing called a uh, an ionizer that you turn it on in your room, and it turns everything in the room positively charged. And that way, all the dust will fall to the floor, and you can vacuum it up. It takes the dust out of the air, and that's because you're get, making it have a stronger charge, so that dust that has a negative charge to it, that's as light as the air, is floating. You can make it all fall to the floor and vacuum it up. So that's the negative charge of the Earth. And we've done experiments where we have like balloons floating something just above the floor that we have wires connected to it. And then with a Van de Graaff generator, we we give it a negative or a positive charge and it goes up or down based on that charge. So we're showing that the charge has something to do with it. You can also see those triangular uh, tinfoil things that they they put a, ne- a negative charge to it and they float up in the air. They mm-hmm. literally... Are they anti-gravitic or are they anti-electric static charge? So, uh, and then on top of that, buoyancy and density sort everything out from there. You know, some flat earthers think that it's just buoyancy and density, um, but what what establishes the down? And they always say gravity is a weak force. Well, it's that electrostatic charge, in my opinion, that is the weak force. And we've done lots of experiments that really support that. But Buoyancy and density sort things out. You drop an anvil, it falls really hard and fast because it's denser than the air. Mm-hmm. You drop a feather, it's going to move down slower because it's not, you know, it's it's way less dense. Yeah. Uh, man, I've got a background in um, electronics and, like, know a little bit about electricity, so that makes sense. You made a reference to a free voltage, and I, I know a little bit about what you're talking about. Like, when you get yeah. higher, the voltage gets higher, so... Are we saying that there's a way yeah. to tap into free? So, so, Is it, there's a way to yeah, tap into a, like free a energy? YouTube channel. Write this down. Yeah, well, write this down. The the it, it's way beyond that. Um, L C the letter L the letter C mm-hmm. King K I N G L C King on YouTube. Um, the guy in Australia, he's brilliant, and uh, he does these explanations of how the Earth battery works. And uh, you'll watch it; it'll blow your mind. Okay, perfect. Uh, so what about pressure? Like, you know, if you go so deep in the water, uh, your ears will pop. If you get so high on a mountain altitude wise, you know, uh, your ears will pop too. Uh, what do we make of that? Buoyancy and density. Buoyancy and density. Buoyancy and density. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. If you drop a rock in the ocean, it'll sink to the bottom. That's right. If you put a tennis, you you put a basketball in the ocean, it'll float on the top, you know? Okay. But it'll fall through the air and stop at the water because it's more dense than the water. Yeah, same thing with oil and water. I mean, it's less dense than the water. Yeah, yeah, I guess it'd be like oil and water. Okay, oh man, tell me. So it's buoyancy and density with a slight, slight negative charge. Go ahead. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about the the business you started after Flat Earth. I mean, you got the app. So what about a little bit more about you and your business? Well, my business is just uh, spreading the good word and uh, people buying the app is how I support myself. So 
you know, if uh, people want to learn about Flat Earth, they can. People, if you just go check it on the App Store, besides the couple people that have, like, old phones, it's like, it's not working, my phone crashed, whatever, there's a few people that would leave a bad review, but just look at the reviews, and they're they're all amazing. They're all five stars. They're all amazing. And people asked if they could if they could donate. They wanted a donate button, but you're not allowed to have a donate button on an app. So I had a subscribe button. Um, and the only thing the subscription gets you is that you don't get that one pop up a day, one pop up a day without any ads. It's not a okay. lot to ask. So I didn't want to make it annoying and force people to subscribe, but I wanted to give people a way to donate. So. That's my business, and I'm not in it for the money because I walked away from a high six-figure company that I started, and I walked away from it all. I left everything on the table to do this. Yeah, and just to just to get the word out about like heliocentric is not the way. It's all about. Well, it, here, yeah, it's all about control. This world is totally screwed up, and the way it's screwed up right now is because people are lost in space. They believe they're on a spinning speck in an infinite vacuum, lost in a distant god or godless universe, um, flying out of control where they're a random accident and that nothing, none of their actions matter and that they are powerless, when the truth is we are at the center of creation. We are in this divinely created space for us that we have God-given free will and nobody, nobody can take that from us. They don't want us to know that our thoughts create our reality, that we can create the world that we want, but they want us to create their dystopian world for them. So they, 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 they disorient us by spinning us out of control in space they fear they keep us in fear with the news and the corona and the, the everything so they they have us lost in fear giving up our power and when they they always tell us what they're doing and if we don't say no we're saying yes yeah. so we're consenting to everything and we're creating their dystopian dystopic future um because we're lost in space flat earth matters because if you don't know who you are where you are what you are that you have the power that you have then you don't have anything and you're lost and and there's literally stealing <laughs> stealing our souls yeah yeah totally man is uh i, I believe that um uh, you know i like With to read the uh, lure system yeah i like to read the uh the bible and uh you know that's some of the first things you know that the bible tells you is you know it's it's these page, basic page one yeah, these basic questions about ourselves page that we one, need to know. What does it say on page one? Genesis, it says, God separated the waters from the waters with the firmament. Mm -hmm. The firmament is the dome, and space is water. So the whole I've primary water this. system on this yeah, primary water is is really the answer to everything and people don't know about primary water they just know about secondary water evaporation condensation and precipitation um that's just secondary water primary water is the water that's below us and the water that's above us so we live in this womb of water it's a, it's 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 truly amazing so again the the in the bible it says that um if you know god's creation then you can't deny his existence. Mm -hmm. And that's why they are trying to hide God's creation to make us think we live on a spinning ball lost in space. Because if people ever, and this is the biggest lie they have, they, everything, all space agencies, all movies, all television shows, all schools <laughs> are all to push the ball model. It's all ball programming, all children's programming, everything. Mm -hmm. 
it's all to maintain this because if people wake up to the creation, they cannot deny the creator. That's what happened to me. I denied the creator my whole life until I saw the creation. And I'm like, wow, I guess I was wrong. And uh, then you take your power back. So they don't want people um, in a situation where they can't deny the creator. In a spinning ball world, you could go, there's a God, he created the spinning ball world. And that's fine. But there's also doubt in there. Um, because you're, it is a, it, it, the, the real story is that it's a random spec, you know, it's a random accident that what happened. But if you know the true creation, if you see the flat earth and know it's intelligently designed, there's no denying the creator. If everybody woke up that tomorrow, that would be the end of all governments, all universities, all astrophysics programs, all science, all not all science, but all pseudoscience, all space agencies, and the whole world would change. They don't want that. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's a really good point because uh, you know when you're you're talking about like apologetics and just trying to uh, share faith or, or proselytize. Uh, that's generally where I like to start is with creation. But uh, that is immediately where you lose people when you get to thinking about a solar system or even something outside of that Milky Way. <laughs> so, so that's where I, I usually don't I don't even like going there mm-hmm. because I was that guy that if you mention God, I'm out, I'm mm-hmm. out, done. I'm not listening to you anymore. But it's undeniable. It's undeniable. So once you see it, you can't unsee it. So I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, but don't take God out of the equation if you want. If you have a problem with God, take him out of the equation. Earth is still flat, right? Mm-hmm. And you figure it out from there. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, what about like with flat Earth science today? Uh, is there is there any new discoveries that y'all are working on today? Like as far like where did, where, did, where does y'all science go? I mean, hmm. So we we. We do curvature tests, you know, with lasers, with microwaves, um, over frozen lakes with mirror flashes. Uh, so we've done that so many times; it's it's ridiculous. There really is not a whole lot more to do other than exposing NASA, which we've exposed. You know, they're nothing, not even a space agency, not a space agency, NASA. They, you know, they're faking everything on the International Fake Station, and. We're just proving more and more that, you know, everything that they show us in space is, is, is just a cartoon and nonsense. So once people wake up to that, everything kind of unwinds from there. And we're also figuring out, you know, the, they have no globe proofs left. What they used to have, you know, gravity, refraction, uh, you know, arguments, but we've completely destroyed all of them. So there's nothing except just deniers out there that that are unable to think that still think the earth is a, a as a ball. Um, what they don't want is everybody looking into it because um, people will see the truth when they look into it. They'd rather them not knowing about it, getting mind trapped at the flat earth society and never looking into it. But if people start engaging more and more like they are, um, the people are waking up by the thousands every day tens of thousands every day. So uh, we're going to hit critical mass soon, but we'll see what happens in the world, see if people, you know, um, just, you know I don't know what people are going to do. People are, are really lost souls right now. Mm-hmm. And again, evil is lure, is soul, this is the soul lure system. Our job here is to maintain control of our souls during this journey in this realm, and they're trying to steal our souls away with, with uh, 
you know, the helio nonsensical solar system. <laughs> I got you. I got about uh, two more questions for you, David. Uh, what about like uh, with the satellites uh, for our televisions? Uh, where where do they sit? Yeah, well, the Directv says that you know they admit that their uh, their cell tower based their uh, inter you know un, uh, um, underwater. Um, undersea cables of fiber optics there's 99% of all of the communications in the world and um, you can't get uh, GPS or s signals from these things offshore you know when an airplane's flying from uh, um, just even from California to Hawaii you know 100 200 miles offshore it's it's in approximated mode it no longer can see it because it's not satellites it's all ground-based tower stuff NASA launches satellites on balloons in antarctica tens of thousands of them are in the sky at all the time and they stay up for over a year and uh they don't tell us about that because there are no satellites in space gps is a ground position system and i'm not even saying that these satellites these balloons satellites are what they use for any type of communication at all they might just be taking pictures measurements mm -hmm. who knows what they're doing but it's not um it's not you know satellites falling around the earth that's it's that's insane and we've been talking about it the uh the whole time but the last question i guess i have uh and then we'll walk it out the door is uh you just hop on uh google maps or google earth you scroll out far enough of course it's going to be a globe but like just with uh not even zooming out that far just looking at longitude and latitudes with everything uh does like flat Earth coordinates disagree with the coordinates that uh, a globe has. Well, some of the coordinates work. You know, you can navigate with that. But we use Google Earth all the time to uh, we take their distances and they they show us you know that stuffs are behind a curve, and then we take real world observations show that we're in these exact same spots. And our cameras with our super zoom uh, zoom cameras and infrared now can zoom in and see these things that should be miles below the curve. Uh, we can see them. We can see them. Again, more and more, farther and farther, they should be miles and miles below the curve, but we can see them. So that means no curvature, no curvature, no ball. You know, the Earth is 70% water. Water at rest lays flat. You can lead a man to flat water, but you can't make him think critically about the shape of the Earth. <laughs> well, cool, man. All right, and check out the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app if you want to learn about the truth where you live. Oh, yeah. Oh, plug everything. Plug uh, your podcast and uh, everything else you have going on. So that's it. And, and my podcast is the Flat Earth Podcast. Just check out on your phone. You go to your podcast player, search for the Flat Earth Podcast. Um, listen to the first 10 episodes there. Start from the beginning, and uh, you too will know the Earth is flat and not a spinning ball. So... That's it. My YouTube channel is the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. So it's just D-I-T-R-H. I have lots of short videos there that will wake you up to the Flat Earth also. So, again, Flat Earth is there for anyone with eyes to see, minds that can think, and uh, ears that can hear. All right, man. David, thank you so much. News and notes. Thank you so much for listening to Porch Talk. If you haven't done so already, I would ask that you would rate and review the show on whatever podcast app it is that you listen to on. It helps a lot. I don't understand all the algorithms, but it helps people find it. 
Also, if you'll share it, you'll tell your buddy, put it on your social media. Hey, check this out, man. This kind of blew my mind. Or You won't believe what I just heard. Um, really appreciate it. In those lines, these kind of episodes are special. Uh, this is something that I firmly believe as a human being trying to understand other humans is I always want to hear the other point of view. And if you can't open your mind up to even listen to it, it probably says quite a bit about you. All right, I'm going to leave you with that. Oh, www.porch-talk.net. Uh, you can contact us there. When David comes back, what are some things that you would like to ask him? What are some things that you would like to know? Maybe you tried the app out. Maybe uh, you have more questions. Uh, you can email me there. we got a contact page. And by the way, if you happen to want a website, that website was built from the ground up. It wasn't by Wix or uh, GoDaddy.com or any of that. Uh, Sid, he decided that... Uh, that was something that he wanted to do. He wanted to design a website, and he asked if he could build mine. Of course, yes. And uh, I think he's doing a great job. Check that website out, and if Sid is someone that you would like uh, to design a website for you, ask us about it. All right, we're going to get on out of here. Here is your notes. This is Many Worlds Theory by my good buddy B.B. Palmer. And check out his album, Lee County Highest. I mean finest. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Peace out. Drift down your canyons They're so vast and wild Neural synapse Snapping your back Flesh, blood, and wine I feel like I have been around here before Deja vu Waking up on the bathroom floor I've seen hell I've seen God I'm just fine With leaving the both of them behind Fall asleep in your mind For the rest of eternity Fall asleep in your mind I like to stay there permanently
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.